This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get an all-access experience with player interviews, exclusive practice information, and post-game analysts with the source you can't find anywhere else. This is South Philly Sauce, hosted by Flyers Game Day host Ashlyn Sullivan and Philly sports radio legend Al Morganti. Welcome into South Philly Sauce, an Odyssey original presented by Jack Daniels and 94WIP. And this is not my co-host, Al Morgani. Al is having surgery this week. I just talked to him this morning. He is good. So we are giving our Jack Daniels salute to Garnet Hathaway, who is nice enough to join us on Morning Skate. And you are uh, we were just talking. You're somewhat new to Philly, coming in the summer. How has it been going, just the transition? It's been great. Um, yeah, I got here at the end of August. So... It's been a lot, you know, uh, I'm still trying to get my bearings around, you know, best uh, grocery store to go to, what times to go, um, when town is really busy, uh, how to get to the game rink the best way. I, I mean, I map everything. I get in the car and I'll, and I'll map it uh, and make sure that I'm on the kind of the right path. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's been great. Everyone's been really nice. I don't think you're ever going to. So I moved here in December and I still map everything. People yeah. make fun of me. But it's and I get more lost, funny enough, walking through the city than driving. I'll go the wrong direction. It takes 10 minutes to turn back around. <laughs> and it's so frustrating. I, that makes sense. Honestly, I haven't I haven't spent a lot of time in Philly. I'm in New Jersey right now. Okay. So um, kind of closer to the practice yeah. where we are now. So it it's been nice. I'm, I'm pretty suburban, which yes. is a big change. Uh, when I was in Boston, it was kind of fast paced right mm-hmm. in the city. And then. I lived in Arlington, Virginia when I was in Washington Okay. and a little quieter than downtown, but yeah. I mean, I mapped everything when I was there because <laughs> you never knew when there was like a presidential motorcade or right. something going Somebody on. So I'm, I'm familiar. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm not too shy about saying that I, I Google maps. everything. <laughs> I love it. And I think with you guys as athletes, I think people, you see that you move so much in your career and you're part of that right now, but I think people lose sight of our normal human who also is up moving his life and getting used to things. Do you feel like people lose sight of that? And is that kind of difficult to just move to a new city and uh, get started with this? It's hard to say what people may think or, yeah. you know, may think, but it, they don't tell you that when you sign up to play in the league sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's the last, you know, probably eight months or so have been, yeah, a lot of, a lot of moving. Um, my wife, my two kids, our dog, um, things have kind of been up and, out uh especially with the trade when i was going to boston that happened really quickly mm-hmm. uh this summer was a little more time to to figure out how to do the move um where we're gonna live yeah. uh and then right when you get there it's you know it felt like we were in boston for a really short time and then mm-hmm. when i got here it's you know i've been here for almost like two months yeah. you know it's and i've been able to settle in and and it already feels a lot like home and all wife and kids are here with you. Yeah, they're here. Nice. Yeah. So starting school um, and all that madness. Yeah, my uh, I have a two and a half year old and then a almost one year old. Oh, so nice. yeah, we're we're getting around. There's a lot of kids in the neighborhood where yeah. I live. So trying to figure out how to just get them interacting with kids, uh, running around, 
you know, avoiding the street, but suburban <laughs> life, it's, uh, it's pretty quiet. So it's, it's been great to us. All. Nice. And when you came in August, what did you think of this flyer season? Maybe how has that impression changed now a couple months into it? Yeah. I mean, I think even, even before July, when I looked at this team, it was one that you hated playing against. Um, you look at the coaching staff and how they've, you know, towards his track record of how hard those teams are to play against. Um, going into every game with that same mentality that no one's going to outwork you in that game. You yeah. know that for sure. So it, they were always easy games to get up for because you knew if you weren't prepared, it was going to be really, really difficult. Mm -hmm. So it's a, you know, looking at this team, it's a younger team yeah. um, that has that energy, but also that work ethic mm -hmm. that when guys are clicking, it's going to be, a, you know, you have a chance to win every night. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was really exciting and seeing a group that, was willing to put in that hard work, yeah. knowing what it was going to take to say, "Hey, we're, you know, we may be saying we're in a, in a rebuild or in the middle of one, but if you get everyone committed, um, you know, like to doing that effort, putting in that effort, and and the skill that we have here, yeah. um, and the character guys as well, and you add all that together, you're going to be successful, mm -hmm. um, and and every guy in the room is competitive, and you hope it comes and wins, yeah." Um, but it's it's a long process, it's a long year. So you're right where we are, two and one now. I think we can, you know, it's like, hey, well, why not? We just we can just keep winning. Like yeah. it'd be great, and that will <laughs> that'll help develop guys. But um, I think we have what it takes to, to do that. Mm -hmm. And you talk about the young guys, and I'm sure the outsiders look at this team and go, oh my gosh, they're so young, they have no chance. But I was talking to Travis Connecting. He's like, no, you have no idea like what these young guys are capable of. And he said he didn't even realize it really until training camp to see these young guys taking major steps. Yeah, and that, that's probably, you know, for TK to be able to see how guys have trained over the summer yeah. and how they've come back in with not only the experience of that, but the confidence maybe. Um, and that comes with the work ethic. Like yeah. they're saying, hey, I want to be better than I was last year. I want this year to go better. Um, and when you get a group of guys collectively doing that, you're going to see the improvement over the summer. But then throughout the season, too, you're mm -hmm. seeing a group that, that wants to get better each day. Um, and, and that's pretty dangerous when you put the work in too. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's exciting. And that's, you know, one thing that I was really attracted to coming here. Mm -hmm. And you talk about the Flyers being tough to play against. And that was so last year, even with the up and downness. Do you think that comes straight from torts or, or where does that come from? Because that seems so consistent no matter the record. It You know, it, it probably comes from a few things. Uh, deep, it probably comes to the fan base um, <laughs> and the history of this organization. Yeah. Uh, and, and that, I don't think... It doesn't slip by anyone when they put on the jersey. Yeah. You know, you see, you look at the guy next to you, and you and you realize what that jersey means, um, and you hear the fans. And it's not just in our arena, but every stadium in that little area. Yeah. It's people are very passionate in this area um, about their sports, and for us to have a chance to change that momentum in the city, see that excitement, uh, it probably starts there. Mm -hmm has a big impact on that as well and then i would say the leadership in this organization mm -hmm. uh i mean you look at guys like i was looking at <laughs> it's funny we uh i just when i was walking upstairs from the locker room which is downstairs uh <laughs> I, I was walking with um lots mm -hmm. and there was all these team photos and i think i, I looked at you know a handful of them in the last year it's like coots is in every one of them yeah he lots is in half of them. Like you TK's in a bunch of, it's just, you see those guys who have been around and it wasn't long ago that these, this team was in the playoffs. Right. Um, 
and was always hard to play against. And those guys were there. Um, and I think that it carries over and those guys bring a lot of what we're going to need to, to learn from um, in order to be successful. Right. And you've been in the NHL a while, 10 years, I believe this is your 10th year. And everyone talks about, Oh, when you're in a rebuild, my gosh, it takes so long. You have to have patience. But a lot of guys have said like, no, look at the Islanders, for example, you know, it doesn't have to take as long as people think. And it seems like this is speeding up maybe quicker than the agenda. It, it's really, I think it's really hard for players to, put in that rebuild state just because sure. everyone's so competitive. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's something happening in the league now where you can see organizations getting younger um, and creating momentum and building off of that and maybe being more successful than they thought they would have. Yeah. Um, I think you, know, you look at the, you look at the devils as one team. It's yeah. like, I think they had the big, maybe the biggest jump point wise mm -hmm. between two years. It's like, why can't teams do that? Why is that not more common? Um, and and teams learn from that too. They mm -hmm. say, well, what pieces did that work for that? You know, did they bring veterans in that know maybe what it takes to get there, how yeah. to change, um, and how do you build that culture? Uh, the coaching staff, the leadership, um, and young guys with that work ethic. Mm -hmm. And you being a veteran presence in this room, do you find young guys kind of drifting your direction or asking questions, or do you feel like you're that veteran presence that was needed here maybe? I hope so. Yeah. You know, I, I, I really do. And that's, and that was a big part of in July when I, when I wanted to come here and, um, and I'm glad it was a mutual decision. You know, they, I, I felt wanted, but I also wanted to be here. And mm -hmm. I, I've been really fortunate enough to play with unbelievable leaders. Yeah. Um, and even my last eight months have been filled with that, uh, and stuff that I'm trying to figure out how do you how, how do they do that like what were they so good at mm -hmm. um, how why why do people gravitate towards a bergeron like what what does he do that's so well that people say hey that's the way to do it. how does he carry himself mm -hmm. that way um and so yeah i mean the season it's young mm -hmm. you know you you forget that coming here at the end of august i had a, a month of camp or a month of pre-camp and mm -hmm. then camp and then you know we're three games in and it's I think we could look back next week and talk about what, you know, does yeah. it, has yeah. anything changed? Yeah. What's been going on? Uh, and so I think every day I'm, I'm trying to learn um, and figure out, you know, learn, learn tendencies for guys, find mm -hmm. what, what motivates certain guys, um, see how guys interact with veteran guys, with young guys, when things go well, how do guys react when things are poor? Like what yeah. happens? Um, yeah. And I think that's what I tried to pick on, like pick up on when I was watching leaders. It's like, hey, they don't they don't waver very much in their emotions, mm -hmm. um, in the sense where they can't get too high or too low, and yeah. that takes a lot of work and yeah. a lot of effort and a lot of consciousness to I'm be sure. like, hey, I can't do this because it might affect someone else. Yeah. I can't do this because someone is relying on me to to be. The leader for them to follow mm -hmm. um and yeah it's every team dynamic is different um and so i think right now we're we're a young team that's trying to to find out what our identity is and mm -hmm. what works for us mm -hmm. that's so interesting i never thought of how you have to force your emotions to kind of be even keel when people are looking up to you and i imagine in hockey you that's fine 
outside of the rink and the ice. But when you get on that ice, that's gonna be really hard. It, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, there, I mean, there's a fi- there's a fine line. I won't lie. There's there's yeah. a fine line for you have to be emotionally in into the game. Yeah. You have to be, and that's one thing that I I wouldn't say it takes me a long time to get revved up for a game yeah. or you know realize the intensity that I need to play with. But yeah. I in hockey especially, it's I think the thing we're probably most grateful for our something it's like we play almost every other night yeah so when things are bad you can flip it around and, and you can say hey i i didn't like my game last game i wasn't good enough i need to be better tomorrow and it's a completely fresh slate yeah you know it, nothing carries over mm-hmm. um and so i think once you are able to put games behind you mm-hmm. things that you have to you have to learn from the moments that are really great yeah. and then say hey i can't rest on those laurel and like yeah. say hey it doesn't matter you know like oh that'd be great again uh once you figure out that you know either way it, it can go once you get take your foot off the gas it can go mm-hmm. the wrong way really quickly mm-hmm. um and once you think things are worse than they are it goes the same way it kind of quicksand almost yeah um and so yeah watching people who are a little more even keel in the big picture scheme yeah. i think they tend to be really good leaders. That's yeah. what I've noticed. Interesting. And you got the Phillies hat on. You understood the assignments. <laughs> new to Philly. I knew it was on video. No, no. Yeah, exactly. Has it surprised? Like, I'm sure you knew about Philly fans coming here. Was it more than you thought? I mean, I definitely heard Philly fans when I was playing <laughs> here. So, uh, and not in the nicest way. Um, <laughs> they, they've been incredible. Um, and it's been, it's been really fun. Mm-hmm. That It's wild that there's the arena and two stadiums right next to each other so cool. and it i mean even the other night on our, our home opener it was i don't know what 100 electric yeah. 40, fans or something <laughs> ridiculous like yeah. it too many for that area but it <laughs> you weren't i wasn't surprised right? yeah. like that is just that's philly in a nutshell um mm-hmm. and super passionate and yeah i mean we have teams to go along with it like mm-hmm. eagles phillies it's it's exciting time um yeah. and i know the guys in our room are so excited about that, that that momentum, that excitement, it's, it's contagious. Um, and we want to be part of it. And it's funny that the dog mask post win, definitely an Eagles thing. Do you know how that started? Or like you saw that you're like, what the world's this? Why do you um, dog mask on? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, I was watching the, I watched the Kelsey documentary. That's amazing. And it's amazing. Yes. It really is. Uh, and I, yeah, I mean, it's just, Electric. what was it? It's, hungry dogs run, run faster. faster so it's yep. and that is so true it's so true yep. um and i you know lots i hope it i hope it catches on and i hope you know maybe jason hears it or something but it's like lots of their day he was like hungry dogs skate faster and it was just i mean i laughed but i was like it it fits um and i think that's what we're trying to buy into mm-hmm. um it's that work ethic it's that city behind us it's that um just trying to be excited, trying to win games and yeah. just trying to go out every night with that energy, with that intensity that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Who's impressed you so far? I mean, is there anyone oh that's gosh. been like, oh my gosh, he's surprised me so much? Um, there's a lot of guys. And it's probably playing against these guys. It was one of those things where it's like, you're really good. But I think I'll probably take the easy way out and say, and say coots yeah. because what he's gone through in the last two years 
and playing against him before that mm -hmm. and how nice it was to not have to play against him for a couple of years. <laughs> he's so it's, I've been trying to figure it out, like kind of articulate in a way, but like, mm -hmm. how is this guy like this? Yeah. How, and it's that even keel. Mm -hmm. It's he's, he's steady. Yeah. Um, and that is not a remark about like how he skates or how he plays. It's just, it's consistent. It doesn't waver. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's always at a high caliber and it's the way he carries himself too um you know he is very very down to earth um normal dude normal dude but like and, and really aware of his surroundings um you know i think you i've noticed too there's a couple guys i've played with who are really good listeners mm -hmm. um and they understand dynamics really well mm -hmm. and i and i want to say maybe that's what i've noticed with coots is mm -hmm. like he he knows what's going on whether it's on the ice or off the ice, like yeah. it's, uh, and then just to know what he's been through. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, our locker room, our bench was screaming last game, during, like when he scored, you know, it was not only with a move, the penalty shot, but just probably what it meant. And, Moment. Um, yeah. and I, and I really hope he knows how excited we are for him. And that, that shot, with, it's funny, my Al Morgani, who's my analyst and the co-host of this podcast, he called it the tush push hockey style. And then Nick Delory was telling me, oh, no, like we knew that was coming. You've been practicing it. Like, uh, did you know it was going to be a success? Uh, someone next to me, literally, uh, I think, I, I hate to give him credit, but I think it was TK. And I think <laughs> TK goes, oh, I was going to go backwards and, and go to the forehand. And I was like, okay. You know. Sure it. enough. Like, <laughs> I mean, it was like posting in. It was the perfect shot. Um, and one that, yeah, he's he's practiced but it's he could have easily enough maybe gone to his backhand and mm -hmm. scored two but it was one where i think goalies will probably see it coming now but <laughs> he has an arsenal of moves that i think he'll surprise anyone it was so cool and nick deloria of course your line mate that phd line and everyone talks about the consistency with that with so much young on this team to have that line to count on has that been kind of solid for you since you've gotten here i think it's for as different as things can be mm -hmm. um, in the scenario with playing with two new guys, a whole organization, yeah. systems, if I keep going, you know, yeah. uh, a lot of things. And newness. Yeah. yeah, just the newness of it, where I live, where, how to get to grocery, know, stores. How to, grocery stores, how to get home. <laughs> I don't pump my own gas. It's so bizarre. That's so weird. The, so, the whole thing. The bags at the grocery store. That got God, me. Don't give me. It's got to be so many I bought 40 bags. I, <laughs> I, I think they're hidden in my car somewhere, too, in my wife's car. It's like, um back to the consistency <laughs> uh no it's it's been really nice um and, and just creating a relationship with with D'Lo and Pales and mm -hmm. getting understanding it it takes away that guessing yeah um that I think in my game specifically I think I you waste energy and speed when you can't anticipate and you stop and you guess mm -hmm. um so being able to rely on the guy next to you and know that hey like Day one in camp, I know he's going to be back checking from that position. He's yeah. going to read off me. He's going to anticipate I'm going to go. And that creates a little more – back to camp. It just creates it, it just creates a lot easier situation. Yeah. Um, and one that then we're comfortable when we go back to the bench. Um, you know, what do you like there? What do you not like there? What do you see? Um, I probably talk too much on the bench now that I think about it. But <laughs> – it's one of those things that I 
going through camp and being able to play with those guys has been has been really nice. Amazing. And just your overall expectations, maybe a goal for you this year. Oh, I just want to win. Yeah. Honestly, uh, and I, I really, and I, I think I want to be able to find out what. what those leaders that I've been lucky enough to play with, you know, how do you carry that over? Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, it highlights like playing with Bergie in Boston. Um, yeah. He always mentioned gratitude. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something I want to be able to focus on a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's winning games, but, but being grateful for having the chance to win them, yeah. being able to play in them and, and just, taking every game for that moment um and that doesn't mean slowing down at all that doesn't you know it like i want to play as intense as possible uh, and do it every single night and and just be really great amazing well good luck this season and thank you so much for taking yeah, the time with no, us my pleasure this is garnet hathaway and that is south philly sauce and odyssey original presented by 94 wip and jack daniels we'll see you next time